But or is it? Broadcast is now live. Hey, everybody. It's Seth and Barry. Seth, hi. Barry, say hi. Hi. And this is the first beta episode, meaning that we don't know what the heck we're doing episode of the Social Media Addicts podcast. As you can see, I've done this a little bit before, so I have my little lower third. We will get Barry one of them. Yeah, I'll catch up. He'll catch up. Exactly, exactly. So far, no one's watching this. Well, what a surprise. They didn't really announce it. So. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so I uh, guess a little bit about us. Uh, we're both social media lunatics. Um, Barry has done a lot in the social media space. I've done a lot in the social media space. I, I have a, a small little web design firm that I work on the side, and I work for a big, I don't know what you call it, a contact center in the social media um, area in their division. That's much better lighting. And, yeah, and I'm all over social media. You can find me googleplus.com slash plus Seth Goldstein. You can find us at google.com slash plus social media addicts podcast. Follow us over there or socialmediaddictspodcast.com. Barry, tell us about yourself. So, uh, as, as Seth said, I've, I've kind of been knee-deep in the social media stuff for, I don't know, five, six well, not counting LinkedIn, right? Because I, I don't know how far back that goes, LinkedIn, right? 2003. But, um, uh, you know, I'm pretty much all over the, the uh, typical platforms, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, at B.S. Dalton, um, Facebook, Google+. Um, and I also have been writing a blog for about the past... Actually, I'm going on this uh, February will be my fifth year anniversary blogging at barrydalton.com. Wow. Yeah. So um, so I've got a lot of content and um, they're focusing primarily on customer service and the convergence of customer experience and social media and um, customer experience design. But once in a while I, I uh, stray from, from that topic depending on what's on my mind. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, from a professional perspective, I, I will be. Uh, I'm actually kicking off a new venture from a career perspective, which I'll have more information about that in the next couple of weeks. And um, so this is, is going to be a great forum, and I think um, uh, being able to work with with Seth on this is something really cool. So I'm excited about it. Should be should be a good time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, as I said, this is our first beta episode. So it's not even episode one. I it's beta episode number one. Episode one. Um, I know I have a bunch of people. We have a bunch of people lined up, like Jeff Jarvis said he would um, come on and be a guest, Amber MacArthur, Lynette, Lynette Young, Jody Raines is going to be a recurring person on our show. As you know, many of you know that I was previously on a podcast for three years, a weekly podcast, addicted to social media. So similar topics. We'll have interviews. We'll talk about the stories of the day. Um, diff one big difference right now is going to be that we are going to be biweekly mainly because Barry's a very busy, busy man, and I have a one-year-old. Yeah, so, so you, are, you are a very busy man as well. And, yeah, I'm a busy man too. And I also, also Barry has this, what, seven and a five-year-old? Seven and a five-year-old, yeah. So and they all have his energy. So yeah, different kind of busy. Different kind of busy, a little bit older kind of busy, but yeah. So we're going to do this bi-weekly for right now. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I don't like to cough on camera, but I just did. Um, we're also... We also want to include you guys in the whole process, so we have launched a Patreon campaign to raise a little bit of money 
if you let me find the URL here real fast and admire. Although, like I said, this is a little bit inside baseball, but um, if you go to http colon slash slash i is in indigo dash dash y is in yellow dot co slash cma patreon p a t r e o n so that's i dash y dot co slash s m a patreon p a t r e o n you can help out throw us a dollar an episode a dollar a month you can also set yourself up so that you can say I want some more than twenty-five dollars a month. So I wanted if they did fifteen episodes for some strange reason in a month, I only want to pay up to a certain amount because so I budget myself. So that's kind of nice to do. Um, Patreon is a great little outfit. Um, so maybe they'll make us. Maybe if we can get some backers and some patrons, we can actually do this more on a weekly basis. This is pretty much my excuse to have my wife let me do a podcast. Is that? I will try and get some funding for it. Like I said, most of it, you, know, you can donate a dollar, dollar a month even. I mean, everything you know helps, so that'd be very helpful to us. So it's um, i-y.co slash s-m-a's and social media addicts, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes, that's how you spell it. Um, and hopefully we will, we will have hopefully a short URL um, that's not i-y.co, but that's the one I had handy, and I just started to use it because I'm playing with GoDaddy over a, our, I was going to get SOCL.me, so social me, and they let me buy it, but I had a fight with the system to get it because it said it was there, so it wasn't there. I got always threw that into the cart, and it didn't let me buy it, so I tried again and let me buy it, but they never showed up on my domain manager, so I'm like, GoDaddy. What's going on? So I have to check on that. But hopefully we'll have a little bit nice little small URL shortener that's branded for us. Yeah, you'll work your magic, Seth, I'm sure. I'm, I'm trying, Barry. I'm trying, you know. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, so I guess this is probably going to be a short podcast. But. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, let me throw this idea out to you, Seth, sure. um, as, as maybe a topic. Um, and this is going to be news to you, too. Um, however, um, I, uh, over the past month or so, I, I started thinking about um, social media usage and, and sort of the changing, um, the shift of social media usage across platforms and from a business professional's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we've been reading a lot about uh, um, you know, sort of changing platforms from a, a generational perspective, a demographic perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we read all the articles about teens abandoning Facebook and going to Snapchat and, you know, all these other um, emerging platforms. But really, I think what's interesting to me, and this sort of came about over my journey over the past six months, is starting to think about how people, the business professionals use their social media platforms and how that has changed over time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for example, how do people originally start using um, LinkedIn, for example? Simple example, right? And, and then people have built a network on that platform, maybe for mm -hmm. a specific purpose, right? Yeah. Originally for job search, and then they've modified that, and then they're engaged in, the, in a, a career that 
network has shifted and what's sort of the value that they're getting out of that that network based on it's sort of a, a value is sort of a point in time kind of um, equation because again you're, that the value of your network depends on what you're trying to gain from your network right in terms mm -hmm. of value so anyway long story short is I developed a survey that um, one of our other colleagues is um, a, um, interested in co-authoring with me okay. and I'd like you to uh, if you're interested to um, uh, help me with this okay. and um, co-author this with me, so um, I've already got it. It's a, it's a short survey, maybe about 20 questions or so, and uh, I, I think it's a really interesting. And what we do with the data at the end of the day, I'm not sure, right? But I want to actually kind of launch this this month um, and promote it this month. And and I think there's there could be some interesting things that we learn from that in terms of how people have shifted so uh, and, and another example right one of the hypotheses I've been thinking about is when when you know sort of business professionals first started getting into you know it's, it's sort of the big three right LinkedIn Facebook and Twitter okay so what you use your link we'll add Google plus into that just because and add Google plus into that too right so well, that's okay, true. so what do you use this platform for versus that f platform and and have they started to merge right because I know mine have right so I, Facebook used to be exclusively personal relationships for me, right? But now it's started to blend, um, and I've got a lot of business contacts on Facebook as well. So how have those things kind of merged and they have the lines blurred and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff? So I think there might be some interesting uh, data that we get out of uh, such I'm a I'm totally interested. That sounds totally interesting because I know I actually started Facebook off as an open-door policy with a lot, of, a lot of my social media friends. I friended them all up and, you know, now it's more, now I have a one-year-old, it's more like, well, I kind of want it more back to my old way, you know, back to mm -hmm. his family and stuff. So I've set up lists, and, you know, I should be better at segmenting. I don't generally do that because generally I trust my social media friends that they're not creeps. But, right. um, I mean, I generally wish that I had a Facebook page that was family. But I have business contacts on there, you know. It's kind of nice to keep tabs on people. And I feel like a lot of people on Facebook tend to be less business centric. They post more random stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, people are very political on it. I have to tell you, there's a lot of political stuff both ways. I mean, most of my people that I'm friends with tend to lean more to, towards the left or center left. So mm -hmm. I tend to see more of that in my stream. Uh, or I've muted the people that are just fever on both sides. I'm like, I, you know, as I mute those people, I keep them as friends. I'd say. If I want to see yourself, I'll go to your page. But um, I feel like Google Plus is a lot more of a publisher's platform, where like you know, people will use Google Plus as their blog. I mean, I blog on Google Plus and have it automatically export to my my blog SethColson.net. But all right. if you go SethColson.net, all the comments that the comment feed is all is all Google Plus comments. I have, I've I plug in that feed instead of discuss. It's all Google Plus comments. So if you comment on there. You're commenting on Google Plus under that feed. You know, it's all synergized and meshed mm -hmm. up. I mean, I have to, I have to should really mind map it so I can actually figure out how it's connected because I really don't know. It's, everything's kind of moved in such a way that it has kind of progressed, evolved into this beast. But, like, you know, we use, I mean, Mike Elgin, who's over at Twit now. You've heard of Mike Elgin, right? Yeah, sure. He um, is, his, if you go to elgin.com, it goes to his Google Plus page. Like he blogs solely on Google Plus. 
Whereas, as you guys will know, find out that I'm very much a big part of owning your data. It's your data. So I take my archives from Twitter. I upload them to my one of my websites. You know, it's behind a password, but I, I, I have no problem giving people passwords. They really want to look at all my tweets since 2007. I don't know why they would. But I, I like owning my own data. So everything that I post on Google+, Plus that's marked as public, or for some strange reason that's written in a community, goes straight to my blog. I don't know why it's the community posts go to my blog, too. I don't want them there, but I didn't make the plugin, so I, I don't really complain. I just go in there and delete them. But all my public posts, which most of my stuff on Google+, Google Plus, are public posts. So people in public can see them, and then if I want certain circles, I'll highlight them in there so they get to see it. But, I mean, Twitter is really a, is generally a general, um, you know, just sharing stuff, sharing links, sharing thoughts, you know, stalking Barry. That kind of thing, but I'm um, also. I also feel like, like LinkedIn, I, it's more like a, an address book for me. If I want to get in touch with somebody that I met once at a card exchange, I'll go there and I'll them friend them, connect to them, whatever the whatever the adjective is at that time, for that network. I will collect people there. I have like 1,400 contacts there because I was I was a master networker at one point. So I collect people there, but I don't like. I just never got into the whole. I don't have the, the group situation. I'm gonna post stuff on my status updates there, here and there. I guess I find interesting stuff, but it's generally it's not a network for me. It's a resume plus address book. I mean, what I mean, what do you use your stuff for? Yeah, I agree, and I think LinkedIn is it's it's a it's a good way to look at it. It's a Rolodex, and I think it's it's you know when you have a Sort of a business need, mm -hmm. uh, and you're looking for you know, somebody in your network that that does something or works someplace, or you know, obviously now the big push with with LinkedIn is this whole concept of social selling, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's who you networked with, and and um, well, the interesting thing about so I think that's that's um, that's kind of where I tend to use LinkedIn as well. Uh, and speaking of that, right? So the whole social selling thing. Another fascinating topic that I think um, I'd like to explore here on this podcast. Absolutely. Because uh, you know, social selling is you know, and you think about it from a platform perspective. Um, to me, selling has always been social, and I wrote a post about this uh, uh, maybe back in November or something. Like what that. haven't you written a post about? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but it, it always has been social, but now it's just digital, right? It's like everything else, right? And, you know, social networks have always been. There's always been social networks, now they're just digital, right? Um, social networking is nothing new. Um, social selling is nothing new, and it's sort of creating, creating that value before the sale, right? So I think that's where a lot of people go to, to you know, say, okay, wh who is this guy that's trying to get in touch with me, or, or you know, who do I know that, that can get me in touch with somebody else that I know for some business connection or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, speaking of platforms, right, there's a company, the one thing I think where, in, from a social selling perspective, where LinkedIn is sort of not quite there is when you, for example, yourself, right, you have 1,500 contacts or whatever on LinkedIn. The thing that LinkedIn doesn't do that it could do to make it even more valuable mm -hmm. is help me understand sort of what, What's the strength of those connections, right? Mm -hmm. because, and there's actually a company out there, a bunch of ex-Radian 6 guys who went over to Salesforce after the acquisition and then spun off, including the, um, the CMO's uh, name is David Alston. 
and a bunch of uh, folks that were early uh, employees of Radiant 6, they started this company called IntroHive, which is now taking that data, right, and they built an algorithm that says, okay, let me take a look at your LinkedIn network, for example, and uh, I'm going to score the strength of those connections, right? So you, you know, my connection to you would have a score of X versus my connection to somebody else might have a lower score because, and it's based on how often you engage with that person, where else. So you, it's sort of like a, net, it's like a personal net promoter score. Yeah, so it's really valuable. So if if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, there's that guy Seth Goldstein. I see you know him on LinkedIn. I'd like to meet him. Can you make a connection to me?" Uh, can you in make an introduction to me? And I also see your network score with him, your connection score with him is, I don't know what their scale is, but it's 90 out of 100. Um, so it sounds like you know him really well. Yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. Whereas I might score with somebody else on there at 20, right, where I just connect again, met him at a trade show or something, and really haven't connected with him since, right? So mm -hmm. I think that's a huge um, piece yeah. of data in that whole social selling Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I have tons of people on LinkedIn that I met once or twice, and that I just have their stuff in there. I mean, I was, I was, I, what I wrote really like is for LinkedIn to have folders. Mm -hmm. I think they do, or they did at one point, but they don't anymore. That I can say I paid to have folders to so put my my good contacts in one folder. Instead, what I do is I take the URL I buried all in, you know, LinkedIn URL. I shrink it with a URL shrink. Shortener than I own, and I throw it in the Evernote. So I have a list of people who I care about in LinkedIn, which is maybe 30 or 40 people out of 1,400, where like the, I have good relationships with that are like my key people, and I put you know my, my posse, <laughs> I put them. I have my posse list, you know, yeah. and so other people I can get, so I, I that's the great thing about Evernote. You can have a list of everything, and you can always go back and re reference it back. So. We should also do a show of our productivity tools. Yeah. That's a good, that'd be a good one as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And another area of, of interest is sort of along this whole line of, you know, business professionals. But, you know, we've read a lot about um, senior executives, right, and their, and their personal use of social media, right? And, and how has that changed? That it'd be interesting to get somebody on with us who is in such a position, right, sort of a C-level executive, and say, yeah. hey, you know, where are you now uh, in terms of, of, of social media? Where were you three years ago? Has your opinion changed in terms of promoting your company, your personal brand, or even communicating internally with your employees, right, this whole enterprise collaboration part of social mm -hmm. networking, right? Do you still communicate with your employees through your quarterly conference calls and town halls and emails or have you started to you know do you have a company blog do you blog to your employees do you um, you know have some sort of you know enterprise collaboration platform whatever it is um, mm -hmm. you know, newsgator whatever right yeah I think I, I, yeah I think it'd be great we have to find one you know I mean heck Barry you were a senior you know executive at one point so you still are in my book yeah <laughs> Exactly, and uh, and it really, I mean, in the past four or five years, I've had a complete transformation in the way I communicate, um, even with people that work for me and with me, right? And I've I've found it uh, 
it's a lot more effective. It allows you know leveraging some of these tools allows you to communicate more often, mm -hmm. uh, more collaboratively, more two-way conversation, right? As opposed to again the quarterly newsletter to your employees, which is you know sounds more like PR speak a lot of times, right? Yeah, well, um, we did and, this, we did that. You were being transparent, but like yeah, like how about being real? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, five, ten years ago, the old chat rooms, right? Well, they, those kind of things would be cool to understand if, if somebody is, is using that to communicate with their employees as opposed to, you know, the, the, the suggestion box in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have some sort of open forum that you uh, communicate bi-directionally with your employees? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, chat rooms are making a comeback, especially in the podcasting world. Yeah. You know, like, like you know, over Twit, you know, you go to was irc.twit.tv, and there's constantly people in the chat room just chatting about random stuff. And then if Leo needs, you know, Leo, who's the head of the you know whole network, needs is on a show and needs help figuring out a fact, he asks the chat room, and the chat room finds the fact for him. I mean. Mm -hmm. My idea, one of my ideas for this podcast, to get back to the, the, the structure, the inside baseball part of this this episode, is that I did set up a Justin.tv account. Um, so I'd have to figure out how to pipe this podcast, this hangout, into Justin. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have a live chat and we'd have a, a chat room for, you know, right now we have one viewer. So thank you, Mr. Viewer, who's watching us. Unless that's you, Barry, watching yourself. No, it's not me. All right, so we actually have some watching in the first episode. Very cool. Thank you for watching. Um, but but the idea is I want to take it from that, but I also want to take it from YouTube and somehow get into an RSS feed so people can subscribe via Feedburr, which yeah. you know, that's another topic, syndication of shows, syndication of your thoughts. I mean, I think we're all on Feedburner right now. But that's in a precarious spot right now. You will, it's, and there's Mailchimp out there. There's, there's um, Mandrill, which is Mailchimp's bigger brother, more um, more big time email marketing that you know goes with Marketo and intertwines and all that. Um, but those are email marketing tools versus feed tools. I, mean, I still, I mean, I'm a, I'm a tablet. I'm a tablet up here. Strangely enough, you know, I take, I have these. Aggregators that like Feedly, everything pipes into Feedly, and it goes from Feedly goes into Fuse or Flynn. I think it's Flynn actually, which is was an app for Android that now correlates and, and makes it view properly and all that. Or I go into Flipboard or that or this, but there are RSS feeds. People aren't necessarily looking at RSS anymore. They're looking at these these things that use RSS to get the stuff from one site to another. Right. So I mean, we'll have a technology show as you know, maybe a how tos like here's how you set this up, here's how you set that up. I mean, literally, you know, it is social media. I mean, getting stuff and touching against stuff that way makes you know, getting stuff from one spot to another on the web is great. I mean, like I said, I'm no pro at at um, podcasts. I mean, when I started the, the social media podcast, I think by now it's like four years ago. I mean, I think we stopped in maybe we stopped in 2012. So, but but three years from when we stopped, we I had started out with a just audio podcast through Skype, and then Google Plus came in 2011. We're like, well, let's use these Hangouts. 
but you didn't have Hangouts on Air. So they ended up doing a screen capture program, screencastomatic.com, worth every cent. It's like 15 bucks for the year. It's incredible. And I would just screen cap the area right here, and you, there you go. You have a Hangout. You have a video podcast. I would then take that, that, that video and put it on the website and go embed it into an RSS feed so people can watch the video Hangout or they can watch, listen to the audio Hangout. Now we're onto the YouTube Google Plus realm where you have things like this. You can do a pause. You can do a song. You can do all this fun stuff. You know, you can do like the silly stuff like this. You can save the rim shots for all your yeah. Things. I mean, you can do all this fun stuff. I, mean, I have to get, I have to get rid of it, but you can also have a serious podcast. Of course, yeah. now I can't have a serious podcast until I can get this off my head. Well, I but think it's good. It's a good idea, Seth, because I think just the um, I, I think it's 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 more and more important as 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 more, and more people are stuck trying to figure out, um, consolidate their platforms, figure out where where their information comes from, and filter out the noise. Right. So, mm -hmm. a, how do you get more effective at, at leveraging you know cross platform communication? And then, secondly, even from a consumption perspective, um, I think it's still valuable to explore with folks and and show some folks some th simple things to do to just to filter down the information. That they're most interested in, right? Um, yeah, totally. You know, they have the flipboards and and zites of the world and that kind of thing, right? But um, if this then that, ifctt.com or yeah. yeah. So all kinds of things like that, you know. That'd be great. I think that'd be awesome as well. I mean, obviously, when you hear from you guys, you email us at social media addicts podcast at gmail .com. Um, You know, you can always find Barrett. I guess I'm ending this podcast. Uh, apparently, I was going into the, the you know the, the exit. I mean, we won't end it, but um, you can find Barry at BS Dalton on Twitter. You can find him at Plus Barry Dalton on Google Plus. Search for Barry Dalton on Facebook. Barry Dalton on LinkedIn. Barry or BS Dalton on. Yeah, it's Barry Dalton. Barry yeah. Dalton. I mean, you can find me at Seth Goldstein. Not at Seth. At Seth Goldstein. At Seth. It's the other Seth Goldstein that I found at Turntable.fm. We are constantly getting each other's tweets. Yeah, interesting. Um, plus, you know, we can see most of my stuff. I'm very active on Google, Google Plus, so you can actually go to google.com slash plus Seth Goldstein. Did you know that? You don't have to do plus at google.com. You can just go to google.com slash plus Seth Goldstein or plus Barry Dalton or Barry S. Dalton or whatever your plus is, and it takes you there. So Yeah. Just check out Barry's amazing website, barrydalton.com. Check out my website. It's pretty same to me on Google Plus, but it's how I, you know, my my thoughts. And then there's links and stuff all over this for stuff I'm interested in. That's at SethGoldstein.net. Check out Goldstein Media while you're at it. That's my agency, um, web design, SEO. We do that as well. That's my little side project when I'm not doing a podcast with Barry, taking care of a one-year-old, going to the gym, which I'm just starting. I just joined the library. Awesome. Very proud of me. Awesome. So. I'm trying to. I literally, my wife and I last night were sitting, we're laying on the couch after the kid went to sleep, and we're trying to plot, plot out how, when she's going to go, when I'm going to go, when this podcast is going to fit in there. And I was just like, oh my god. So coming to that, we're going to try and do biweekly. Yeah. It might not be on the same day every week, but starting out until we find our sweet spot. That was like, this is the day. This is what works. Barry, are you open on the weekends ever? Yeah, I am, and and you know, with my uh, new. Uh, soon to be announced new gig. 
Ooh, um, blur. Yeah, right. Fridays are going to be sort of my office day, if you office will. Hours. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, That's I, I, I had to figure out because you know I don't work. I don't work that far from home, but you know, yeah. which is interesting. I live in Doylestown. Yeah, we'll figure it out, and then you know we can always publish a a, a schedule on the page on the Google. We have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, I live ten minutes away from work, and it takes me an hour to get home. Yeah. Something's wrong with that. It's called yeah. traffic. Yeah. It took me a half an hour to get to the Y today. It was like the Y is ten minutes from my house. It was probably taking me another 20 minutes to get from the Y to my house. Yeah. It's overpopulation. Of course, we shouldn't complain because China is even worse. The same. So, but um, we we do want to you know we want your feedback. Also, we are SM addicts. Addicts, I think we're SM SM addicts on the Twitter, which is nice. And you can find us on Facebook. Social media addicts. So they're not. Nothing's really consistent here. It's what was available for me to get. Sometimes social media addicts podcast was too long. Sometimes social media addicts was too long. So we're SM addicts. So it's not the most consistent thing. Consistent thing. But you can always go to socialmediaaddictspodcast.com or plus social media addicts podcast on Twitter, on Google Google Plus. I put all the links there so that you can go find us elsewhere. So, but you know, yeah. and you know. Please circle our, you know, plus social media addicts on Google Plus. Um, I think I'm going to start creating. When if you find us on Patreon, um, I guess you can just go to. Let me check that. If you want, i slash sma patreon p a t r e o n. Go to that, or I mean, that's the way I can see if people are clicking through. Or you can just go to patreon.com slash smaddicts. There, patreon.com slash smaddicts. I put a video up. Did you see the video I put up there? Barry? I did. I like it. It was um. Yeah, it was something quick, you know. Like you hear a pledge of a dollar or more per show. With a one dollar show contribution, we'll be able to release exclusive content for you and 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 others at this level and above. I have to proofread this apparently. Um, listed as an associate producer in the credits. Hat tip to Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda Show. For doing that, only you had to pay like seven hundred dollars that for for that credit for that episode. But we're not there yet. Right. Sorry, when I look over here, it's because I have two monitors, and I just moved Barry and the podcast over here and have the thing up here. So if you ever see me on the podcast like this, it's because I'm looking at Barry talking. So um, ten dollars or more per show, you'll get exclusive content plus having a consulting session with Seth and Barry. By the way, Barry. This might be news to you, but we're doing consultant sessions. Absolutely. <laughs> I share some um, plus, you listed as a producer in the credits. What's that? I shared some news with you, so it's only fair. Exactly. <laughs> only this is involving you directly. Uh, plus, twenty dollars or more per show, you'll get exclusive content. Plus, you will get up to two consulting sessions a year with Seth and Barry. You listed as a producer in the credits. Plus, fifty dollars or more, we will kiss your feet. No. Uh, you will get exclusive content, plus you will have an option of having up to six consulting sessions with Seth and Barrier, and this is an executive producer in the credits. That's saying if we have credits at the end, but, you know, we'll mention you, we'll, we'll tout, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, you know, but, you know, any little bit helps, like I said, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-M addicts, um, check it out over there. Yes, it's Social Media Addicts at Facebook, by the way. 
it says it on the Patreon page. Um, but the general gist of this show is a podcast about social media, business, and the convergence of the two, which apparently on the Patreon page ends at the word the. So <laughs> I have to fix that. So, like I said, this is beta. We're figuring this out. You're off the ride. Obviously, we have this one viewer who is either enjoying us or really annoyed by us but can't stop watching. So That's all that matters. I would love if you, that one viewer would like to get his voice heard, we will be starting up a Google Voice number. I'm not sure what it is. It'll be something dash something dash four. So be something, but we'll release that probably in the next few beta episodes. I think we should, Barry. I think we should have a few beta episodes first to kind of iron this stuff out. Well, absolutely. This is uh, this is uh, content creation live and uh, in its rawest form. So <laughs> exactly, you know, and we can even do monocles. Like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, I have to stay out of this. I, I gotta stay out of this effect area. It's just dangerous. Before we know, we yeah, can like. Exactly. Yeah, but definitely. But um, I guess we'll end the broadcast. Uh, I'm not sure if this, this turns us off, Barry, but I can check with you afterwards. Yeah, I think we just, uh, we'll end it here, and um, um, hope we... Uh, I we can bore you guys. Yeah, exactly. Or make your, or make your head hurt, one of the two. Right. Yeah. And feedback. Give us your feedback. Like I said, you know, Seth talks too much, which I'm, I'm probably able to hear. Let Barry talk more. I'm sure I'll be there, too. But, you know, we're growing with this. Suggestions. And look, 300 episodes yeah. or something like that. I need to a sound. For, uh, you know, uh, guests that, um, that mm -hmm. uh, we, could, uh, we could book on the show, anything. Yeah. Please, send it our way. Social Media Addicts Podcast at gmail.com. So that's in the podcast now, and I'll call you back, Barry. All right, everyone. Thanks. Bye, Bye Seth. Bye. -bye.